This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.49 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shawning and Keith. Now, in 2023, the Inland Revenue Board, or IRB, set a new record in tax collection at 183.3 billion ringgit, which was 4.5% higher than the previous year. Now, on paper, it's a good figure, but Malaysia still has a low tax base of just 11.2% of GDP, compared to our neighbor Singapore at 12.6% and Thailand at 16.4%. In terms of individuals, only 5.6%. 7 million people pay taxes, which is low. And considering the Department of Statistics reported that there are 16.2 million people in employment, albeit some are in unpaid family work and earn below the threshold of three of 34,000 ringgit a year. As, as, as for companies, it was 539,000 with collection revenue coming in at 98.77 billion ringgit. Well, for this year, IRB has a target of 197 billion and their focus will be on tax leakages, issues involving individuals with assets and wealth that do not align with their tax declaration, as well as unreported income from Malaysia stored in overseas accounts. So as individual and non-individual taxpayers can submit their tax tax return form for the year of assessment 2023 through e-filing, which started last Friday, what are some of the exemptions and tax allowances that you are entitled to? To and why is it important for you to file your taxes in the first place? All right. For some thoughts on this, we turn to SM Tanir Malai, Managing Director of Tani's Tax Consulting Services. Tani, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, so e-filing for income tax started last Friday. Remind us, which group of taxpayers can take advantage of online submissions and what are the respective deadlines? Yes, uh, on 1st March it was available and principally the individuals, you know, they call that the BE form. Uh, that's due on 30th April, but you will be given an automatic extension if you file e-filing on until 15 days, another 15th of May. Partnerships, uh, you know, will be later in uh, July, in businesses will be in July, but resident, basically it's all individuals you know, and also executives of estates. Uh, deceased, you know, the executors and administrators who are administering deceased persons' estates, uh, they also, you know, they will also have to uh, file. All, all these forms are available now for individuals, businesses, partnerships, individual, you know, the non-resident individuals, associations, uh, administrators, executors, and employers, the e-form. The e-form has to be filed by 31st April. So all these forms are available. Everything can be done on e-filing. It's relatively easy. Tani, um, if we look at individuals, can you just maybe remind us of uh, what some of the key changes uh, are in the 2023 filing uh, compared to what we did in 2022 that we can actually take advantage of? What's different? I think the most is very few. The most important one is actually the medical relief that got increased from 8,000 to 10,000. And they allowed you also to do mental assessment for children. You know, you had to see a, a psychologist or basically a psychiatrist. And uh, that was the main one. And then they removed the, you remember earlier, previous year, there was 2,500 and another 2,500 for special relief for tablets, were notebooks and sports equipment. They still give you the 2,500, but the additional 25 was taken out. But an additional 500 ringgits was given for sports equipment. So totally you have uh, 3,000. But the most important one was for the people, you know, if you have life insurance, for example, you know, now at the moment you get 4000 for EPF and uh, 3000 for uh, life insurance. And, of course, the PRS, the private retirement scheme, you know, you have another 3000 
But uh, what, what is important here to note is those who have not paid the insurance and those who do not have any life insurance premiums, now you can top it up into EPF and you get up to 7,000. And more important is actually self-employed people who have never been, you know, who do not have these compulsory deductions can now pay up to 7,000 in, in you know, and claim the 7,000. So you have this sort of choice, yes. Those are the additional things, you know, that's uh, the important ones, yes. Okay, Tani, for those who have never filed their taxes electronically, the government, of course, is encouraging them to do so. And you said it, that it's an easy process, but what should they do to ensure that it is a smooth one? It is, you've got to go into the My Tax portal. Let me tell you first thing, if people who are, especially the older people, you know, uh, who don't know how to use the computers very much, the first thing is you get assistance. If you go to any income tax office, they will assist you and they will fill that information for you because they have computers. That's number one. So you don't have to be entirely worried that you don't know how to use the computers. That's number one. Number two, those who are already a little familiar, go in. The first thing is go into your My Tax portal, you know, if you're the, and you have to get a digital certificate. And uh, once you go in there, it guides you. It'll actually ask you for information about your IC, full name, address, etc. And automatically an email will be sent to you, and then you will get your digital certificate. No cost. No, there's no money at all involved. And you will be getting your, you know, you have your username, and you will create a password. And after that, it's honky-dory. You just go in, fill in your numbers. It, it does the work for you. Hmm. Just put in the information and exact the tax number will come out. And if you're unsure, you can keep it in the draft form, have it rechecked and submit it. It's as simple as that. So how do you think we can encourage Malaysians to see paying tax as a duty rather than something to be avoided? Because I think right now how it's uh, seen is uh, penalties, there are penalties for those who do not file their taxes. But is that enough really to, uh, I guess, push people to file their taxes accordingly? I think... You know, most people file their taxes diligently. It's when they start hearing that people who are actually well-connected or high positions and et cetera, like, you know, our prime minister said, they think they're privileged. And that's when it angers, you know, it's psychological. You know, if they can't pay and once in four years, five years, they get this SVDP program. In my opinion, government should stop giving these SVDP programs and MST programs because the people like us, the 80%, 90% of us who are paying the proper taxes feel aggrieved. But why is it that when I pay my taxes, these guys can come in once in four years and they don't have to pay the penalties, you know, and they have paid their taxes late, even 10 years late, you know, five years late. So it's something that they should, you know, they should make sure that everyone, I think there should be the, 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 the carrot and stick. So the people who are paying on time, I think it's time the government appreciates that, acknowledges that, and actually praises all of us for paying things on time. So I think that's as simple as that because the taxpayers must feel confident that the money also is going to the right places. There's transparency. And secondly, people who have actually not paid their taxes actually should be made to pay the taxes together with the penalties. And amnesty programs, in my opinion, is okay, but it should not be repeated. You know, time and time again, we are giving these amnesty programs that should stop. Tani, thanks very much for speaking to us. That was SM Tani Malai, Managing Director of Tani's Tax Consulting Services, uh, giving us some reminders to uh, take note of as we uh, head into tax season. Yeah, so everybody, please follow it. It's your civic duty. Uh, it's also... 
well, it would be good if the government is also transparent in terms of how they spend their tax money and that we have far few leakages. Every year when mm. we get this AG report, I always feel very despondent that why are we making the same mistakes again and again and then is anybody accountable for this? And just very quickly, I mean, what Tani said about it being really, really easy, it really, really is easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't have any problem with it. I forgot my password, but you just click forgot password and, you know, I'm back in again. All right, 7.59 in the morning. We're going to head into the 8 a.m. news bulletin. After that, on the breakfast grill, Wong Xiaoning speaks to Jeffrey Chu, Group CEO of Paramount Corporation, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.